Hello and welcome to our Secular Overeaters podcast series, where you'll hear from speakers who have found recovery from food and other addictions without God. For additional information, go to secularovereaters.org. And now let's get to today's podcast. The purpose of this group is to discuss the 12 steps, one at each meeting, and to share our personal experiences with the step or anything related to the theme of the step. Many of us are inspired by the 12-step approach, but find that some of the original language and concepts don't align with our personal beliefs. During this meeting, we will read several different interpretations of the step and discuss, as the varied individuals we are, what makes sense to us and what helps our recovery. As always, please take what you like and leave the rest. Maria will now share the Freethinker 12 Steps, and we will start by reading the Freethinker Alternative 12 Steps for Overeaters. Please take a turn reading a step or two and say pass when you're finished. Karen, would you kick us off, please? Sure. I'm Karen, a compulsive overeater. Grateful to be here. Freethinker Alternative 12 Steps for Overeaters. Step one. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe and to accept that we needed strengths beyond our awareness and resources to restore us to sanity. Pass. Step three, made a decision to entrust our will and our lives to the care of the collective wisdom and resources of those who have searched before us. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Pass. Step five, admitted to ourselves without reservation and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, we're ready to accept help in letting go of all our defects of character. Pass. Step seven, with humility and openness, sought to eliminate our shortcomings. Step eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Pass. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11, sought through meditation to improve our spiritual awareness and our understanding of the OA way of life, and to discover the power to carry out that way of life. Step 12, Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to to carry this message to compulsive eaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Pass. Thank you, Rhonda. All right. This month, we will be discussing step 12. We will be reading eight versions of the step. The OA traditional, free thinker, Buddhist, Cleveland atheist, humanist, practical, proactive, and SOS or Secular Organization for Sobriety versions. These sources can be found in the literature and websites listed in the chat and on the handout that's linked from the chat. Please take a turn reading a version of the step and say pass when you are finished. So for step 12, Matt, if you'll kick us off. Yep, step 12 versions, OA principle, service. The traditional and free thinker, Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive eaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Pass. Buddhist. Having gained spiritual insight as a result of these steps, we practice these principles in all areas of our lives. 
and make this message available to others in need of recovery. Thank you, Karen. So I'll go ahead and read the Cleveland version, practice the principles of these steps in all of our affairs, and carry the 12-step message to others. A humanist, we in turn are ready to help others who may come to us in the same way. Pass. Practical, sought to retain our newfound recovery lifestyle by teaching it to those willing to learn and by surrounding ourselves with healthy people. Pass. Proactive. My life reflects a growing sense of respect and compassion for myself and others. I share this process with others who are struggling. Pass. SOS. With newfound acceptance and insight, I will try to keep awareness and compassion for others and myself in the forefront. Great. Thank you. We are now open for discussion about this step 12. What does step 12 mean to you? And what are your impressions of the different versions we just read? Who would like to begin? Hi, I'll start off. You know, step 12, which seems like a relatively easy step, straightforward step, I find very difficult. Just personally, it's like I, I don't want, I'm not the kind of, it's hard for me to like, it's, it's hard for me to uh, initiate a conversation about OA and my weight and my struggles. It's like in a lot of ways I've talked about it and thought about it for like, you know, over 60 years, 70 years. And it's like, I'm really tired of it. I don't want to keep talking about it. Um, but the other thing is, it's like, I would never know how to approach someone. I've, I've not had, I've had a couple people, you know, tell me that they could see a difference in me not just physically, but personality wise. And it's like, I suppose that would be the moment that I could um, say something, but I tend not to, I tend to like not say anything. And and people, I was in a parking lot and I walked past a car and there was a, a, a young woman sitting in the car and all her food was, you know, all her sweets and stuff was spread out on the seat next to her. And she was like gorging. And I mean, that was me. That was definitely me. But I mean, what do you do? Do you knock on the window and say, hey, I've got a solution for you? I mean, it's, it's, it's to me, it's, it's like a really hard step. And, and so far, I've just really not, I've not come to terms with how to do it. So I think what the, the version that sort of speaks to me that I find easiest to understand would be the SOS. Uh, with newfound acceptance and insight, I will try to keep awareness and compassion for others and myself in the forefront. So that, that's sort of it, where I am with the, the whole step right now. Yes. Thank you, Karen. Matt? Yeah, I'm Matt, compulsive overeater and sugar addict. Um, uh, of these, the practical and the SOS are the ones that really speak to me. Um, you know, the, Start retaining the the recovery lifestyle, which I've barely adopted, really. Well, I shouldn't say that, but which I'm still learning. And, uh, you know, acceptance in particular has been what's really helped me. And, you know, I would I would like to help others who want that, find that. But I don't really see myself as someone uh, sort of reaching out and telling people, about these things and proselytizing because that's just not my personality. I'm much more introverted. Um, and I've been made even more shy about doing that by, uh, you know, the the one time 
the one time somebody tried to 12 step me was in a restaurant where I was eating, I'm sure eating too much by myself. And somebody at another table, when they got up and left, just stuck a post-it note on my table and kept going. And it was, uh, I think, the phone number of Oakland OA. So I thought that was kind of, uh, well, I was offended, of course. <laughs> Even though it would have been a good idea to uh, to follow up on that, it was still just wasn't the way to do it. So I'm very leery of how to go about 12-stepping people. But, I, you know, I, I would certainly like to help people who want help. I think they need to ask for it first, though. Um, yeah, that's all I have about this right now. I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Janet. Um, yeah, this comes at an interesting time for me because I'm getting close to, well, I'm at, uh, I'm past 10 months of abstinence and I've lost 52 pounds and I'm maintaining it really solidly and I feel fantastic. Um, so there's an urge to just, you know, shout it to the world. but. Um, a lot of people who haven't seen me for a while are now seeing me and and they're remarking on how different I look. And so I, I'm happy to take the compliments, of course. And then when people say, so how did you do it? Or what are you doing? Or, you know, I gauge, I just ask, I answer the simplest question first, you know, I um, rather than just launching into the whole everything and finding secular and all the tools. And I, I take one step at a time and basically say, well, I've, I've abstained from, I am abstaining from sugar and flour. You know, that's my basic response. And then if people really do probe and seem sincere, I give more and more depending on how much more they ask me. But uh, I agree with what's been said so far. Um, I don't, I don't believe in proselytizing anything, but I'll provide lots of information and support in response to questions. So um, a lot of these have valuable wording for me. Um, and I also really appreciate the proactive and the SOS. Um, I'm happy to share with others who are struggling what I'm asked. Thank you. Thank you, Janet. Uh, Maria. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Maria. I'm a food addict. And um, yes, this, um, this step is my favorite step. The first step and the 12th step is my favorite. I kind of feel like they work hand in hand in hand. Uh, this step is, it can be done anytime. I don't think, you know, as soon as you become um, willing to do this program and to try to be abstinence. I think you can do it anytime. I, I, you know, I had done this stuff many times on uh, for, for different reasons, for different programs, but it's always the same to me. It is about service. It's about service to others, but it's also service to myself to, in order to keep it, you have to give it away. That's what I was kind of uh, grew up with in the, um, you know, in the 12 step um, world. I grew up with that mentality that in order to keep it, you have to give it away. And we give it away by, um, you know, I love this SOS part uh, uh, that um, 
you know, the compassion for others and myself to keep that in the forefront. I think that's like so important because it's so easy to get lost into the, I'm losing weight now, I'm looking good and um, I'm attending meetings and I share in meetings and that's my service to the world, you know, and I, I can't tell you how many times I've come across people who are like really sick and suffering and, and have never heard of the 12 steps as, um, as a way to, um, to achieve uh, awareness or some sort of healing. Uh, it's not for everyone. And even though I try to work with others, you know, in different programs and to like sponsor others, you know, like I had one sponsee in one program where um, she just like kept leaving and she just wasn't trying. And, and I kept saying like, this is such a waste of time, you know, and my sponsor would say, yeah, but it's keeping you sane. It's keeping you in the program. It's keeping you abstinent, you know? Um, so yeah. And, and, you know, there isn't the, um, um, the step 12 is, it was also a lot of, for me, it's also about meditating and, or being mindful, you know, um, and, th and that's part of like to carry the message across. Um, I kind of have to be spiritually fit and whatever that means to people. For me, it means that I have to have, I have to be in touch with my spirit you know, my spirit into doing this program, my spirit into connecting with others, um, you know, just the spirit to want to live a better life rather than be stuck into the food. Because when I'm stuck into the food, it, it's, I'm non-existent, you know, and that's the reason why I'm stuck in the food is I don't want to exist. I want to escape. Um, so that's what I mean by spirit. And um, that's enough for me. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. Judy? Uh, hi, Judy, uh, habitual and compulsive overeater and sugar addict. And um, while I really like the practical, uh, I think that I would combine SOS and humanist so that it read something like, with newfound acceptance and insight, I will try to keep awareness and compassion for others and myself in the forefront. And I will be ready to help others who may come to me in the same way. Um, because one of the things that I found while working um, step four and dealing with my resentments was that I looked at why people had treated me the way they had in as my perception of of what happened um and as a result i was able to start to develop compassion for people that i hadn't had before because i i was starting to understand them and that's become important to me that's a person i want to be um is somebody with empathy and somebody who is aware that that people might be going through things uh but i also am um 
I'm really good in a meeting setting. I will happily talk to you all the time. I love leading meetings and and teaching people, but one-on-one -on -one I struggle. I am not, um, you know, it's already been mentioned. I'm not good at proselytizing. I am not good at having a conversation about things. Um, so I am more comfortable with the idea of somebody who may come to me, you know, that means I should be helping them, you know, in my mind. Um, but that's also about being more aware of people. Um, if I can be aware of what's going on in people's lives, I can see if somebody is in front of me who needs my help. Uh, and that's why I think those two really go really well together in that background. The truth is there is not a version of step 12 I dislike. I just feel that from my style of life, that SOS to humanist is um, very comfortable for me. Uh, and maybe I need to get out of my comfort zone to be helpful. I don't know. But, uh, but this tells me I can do things without being militant. So that's where I stand and I will pass. Thank you, Judy. I don't see other raised hands. Who else would like to speak on these versions of the step or the idea of service generally? Linda, please. Hi, everyone. Linda, possible reader. Uh, I really like all of your shares. Um, I think the practical uh, version of the step is the one I like the most, uh, both about the teaching and also. Uh, to keep all of this going, to surround yourself with healthy people. Uh, but the the principle of service is, uh, well, it's important, of course, and I think uh, it takes a village somehow. Some people are very good at uh, talking to other people, reeling them into the program if they need to, uh, spreading information. But uh, if they get into OA and there are no meetings to attend, it all falls apart. So just by having, being at a meeting, sharing, uh, doing service behind the screen, all of those things are really important to uh, make it all happen. So yeah, I think that's uh, every little thing you can do is better than none. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. Uh, Laura B. Hi, everybody. Um, Laura B. in New York, compulsive overeater, living in recovery one day at a time. Um, service is so important to me because it really is what keeps me back, coming back. Um, and the service that I do by having um, sponsees, by attending meetings, by committing to doing um, work at meetings, uh, many, many, many times has um, kept me, uh, has pulled me out of the hole. Um, one of the things, because a couple of people were talking about the idea of proselytizing, um, I have absolutely nothing to say except what has been my experience. And I will say that in a very humble way. I have no idea what your process is going to be for you, how you're going to get anywhere, which will be a healing thing for you. All I can tell you 
is what happened to me. And that is why I keep coming back because I know that I am a healthier, happier person today than when I started. Um, and so I keep coming back because it works. Uh, thank you for letting me share. And now we will take turns reading different authors' insights on step 12 and then share our thoughts about those insights. Matt, please get us started. Yeah, uh, 12 step insights. Ellen Berger, we develop a new purpose to our life that is not about us. We discover the importance of being of value to others and we learn that we need to maintain our integrity in all our affairs. Pass. Martha Cleveland, bringing the 12 step principles to life is a continual process of learning to live with personal integrity. Our integrity is determined by what we understand about ourselves, what we do, how we actually live. Page 106, pass. Thank you, Kate. Karen? Stephanie Covington. With recovery, this can mean that we Stephanie Covington. With recovery, this can mean that we offer a straightforward explanation of the 12 steps, as well as our own personal experience, how we rework translated, revised, and otherwise modeled the steps until they were relevant to us. We all have more to offer than the party line and, and a by-the-book recitation of the steps. We can share our story any way we like. Page 188. Gabor Mate, carrying the message to others means manifesting the principles of integrity, truth, sobriety, and compassion in our lives. It may call for providing support and leadership when appropriate and welcome, but does not mean proselytizing on behalf of any program, group, or set of beliefs. Pass. Therese Jacobs Stewart. Through the 12-step program, we cross over into a new way of living. We awaken to freedom from cravings, shallow desires, and clinging to what we cannot change. We can live the way of kindness in the world, in all of our affairs, and let our true face shine. Uh, Serge Pringle, throughout this process, you have learned to be aware of, respect and understand different parts of yourself that may conflict. <clears throat> you now see your experiences as part of the human condition. Your struggle is simply the form that it takes for you. And so your heart opens up to better understanding other people in the world as you feel a kinship with them. You are seeking connection because you have experienced how connecting with others who are willing to face their vulnerabilities helps you. Now, you know that being helpful to others helps you as well. Thank you, Maria. We're now open for discussion about these interpretations. Who would like to share their view or opinion of these interpretations of step 12. Dawn, please. Hi, I'm Dawn, um, compulsive eater and sugar addict. And I really liked Gabor's, um, summed it up well for me. Um, carrying the message means manifesting the principles of integrity, truth, sobriety, and compassion in our lives. Um, providing support and leadership where appropriate and welcome does not mean proselytizing um, on any specific program group or set of beliefs. Um, the, I had a 
spiritual awakening in a 12-step program in my oh, 30 years ago, <laughs> almost 30 years ago. And what that spiritual awakening was a, a, a lifting of my fear and just a, an ease with life that I never experienced before because I had no idea how to live, how to live in, um, in any kind of trust of that things would be okay. And that, that was my spiritual awakening that held through many ups and downs of life. And even in my darkest moments, I was able to hold on to that experience. Um, and so years later, when I came into traditional, um, I, I got to step 12 and uh, a couple of years ago and <laughs> that sent me into an existential crisis, I'll tell you. And, um, but the gift of that was it drove me looking for something else and um, lo and behold, secular, yay. <laughs> and um, the, I don't know that I've um, reached another spiritual awakening, but um, even in my darkest days now, um, I, I, um, have this connection that I, this connection and this trust again, and, and a dampening of the fear that allows me to be connected and enjoy life. And, um, yeah, that's so yeah. Gabor and Serge Pringles, uh, sums it up well for me. Thank you. Thank you, Don. Uh, Judy. Oh, oh okay. Um, I got there fast. Sorry. Uh, again, I love all of these. Step 12 is, is just such a, you know, great place to be, in my opinion. But the one <laughs> that kind of lifted me out of my seat, uh, strangely enough, was Martha Cleveland. And I say strange because it seems very simple and straightforward. But our integrity is determined by what we under, understand about ourselves, what we do, and how we actually live. This program for me has been so much more about transformation of myself, of my relationships with others. Um, I am so much uh, healthier emotionally. I have um, strengthened my integrity muscle. Uh, honesty uh, has not always been my strong suit, as we all know. That's why we're here. And many of us, it's there because of our childhood traumas. Um, but uh, I have opened a different view of that and really um, been much better about speaking the truth, um, the emotional truth, the actual truth. You know, it, it's so easy when you're little and you know you're going to get in trouble no matter what you do to say the lie that's going to cause the least trouble that sometimes it becomes such a habit and this has helped me learn to break those habits um so like i said I, there, this this martha cleveland uh, just spoke to me about me uh so i will pass with that thank you judy laura b um, hi, this is Laura. I am uh, speaking up because um, I kind of dislike some of these in here, and especially the Stephanie Covington, where it says, 
we can offer a straightforward explanation of the 12 steps as well as our own personal experience because this is the line that for me is so important. I would love to be able to stand up and say, this is what step one really means, but I cannot say that and I have to keep myself from the um, audacity of saying that um, because my ego is still here. Okay, guys, and all I can actually say is this was the way step one was for me and give personal stories. So I'm kind of big on that because I think it's a huge trap. And when I go to a lot of OA meetings, especially when I go to a lot of um, mainstream OA meetings, um, it, it and that's where it becomes like a religion to me is People are just um, trying to explain the Bible. You know what I'm saying? There are so many people who are just trying to tell me what this actually means instead of saying, and I appreciate more the people who are saying, I don't know what the hell it means to you, but this is what happened to me. And this is how I went through this step. Um, so anyway, thank you for letting me share that. Thank you, Laura. Who else has comments on these interpretations? Uh, Maria. Hi, um, Maria again. Um, I really like these. Um, I, I just like the interpretations in general, especially the insights, because it's such a new way of thinking. Again, I've been in uh, recovery in another program for over a decade, like 14 years, and in and out of OA, uh, having done the steps many times. And I just love this uh, expansion of ideas. And um, I do think that there's, um, you know, like I've met people that have never gone to like a traditional uh, AA or OA or NA or Al-Anon meeting and have just done the secular meetings and have never opened up a big book and, you know, claim that they'll never open up a big book. They'll never do it that way. They're very anti-God or, um, and I think for someone like that, that being able to explain to them, you know, like my interpretation of this, of how this is, but also having the, these insights as guides is enormous. I wish I had these insights like a decade ago, uh, would it have kept me abstinent longer, you know, would it have given me a new insight? I don't know. But I know like right now um, I'm working with someone we're doing with, we, we do step study. One, once a week we go through the steps and we're using this as a tool actually. And we write about it and we read about it. And there's still so much to discuss, even though there are these insights, but they lead to so much uh, to discuss, so much uh, to interpretation. And uh, I really like that. But, you know, like I said, it's for me, it is about carrying the message to others 
and I and 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 specifically how um, Gabor Mate says manifesting the principles of integrity, truth, sobriety, and compassion in our lives. There's that word again, compassion. You know, I it took me years to learn that to have compassion for others. Whenever I'd see someone who was overweight, it was like too close to home. And I couldn't have compassion for them because I couldn't, I didn't have compassion for myself, you know, and all these things that um, the insights that the steps talk about, they take years to learn, um, you know, because you have to practice them. You, you can't just read about them. You have, um, it's, it's something you practice. That That's my experience. You know, I'm not trying to preach, but that's been my experience that, if I don't practice any of this, um, I can't really discuss it with anyone uh, or I can't guide them. And um, and I just think about myself, uh, how I've needed, I, even though I've done the steps, I still to this day need guidance and have been guided recently. And it's been wonderful. It's put me on a new path. You know, it's getting, um, I'm, I'm on the path of abstinence again. And that's 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 like a miracle, you know, to um, for that to have happened because I, I was really in a bad place. Um, so that's it for me. Thanks. Thank you, Maria and Karen. Hi, um, I I kind of like all of these insights, but I have to admit that when I first read the Stephanie. Covington, right before our meeting started, actually, I was shocked because I was like, wow, that is so radical. And, um, and, and, and I guess it was just sort of like a, a message to me about how I have been so thoroughly indoctrinated with the traditional 12 steps for so many, many, many years. And at first, I, I really, I was, I had to go back and read it and read it and read it. And, um, as I said, I was just really shocked. But then when I really, you know, was able to calm down, not that I thought there was anything wrong, but um, I realized that, yeah, I mean, pretty much that's what I do. It's rework, translate, revise, and, and mold the, step, the steps until they were relevant to us, which I think is what I'm doing by reading all these different versions of it. And so I felt a lot more comfortable with that. And... Um, and then we all have a lot to, more to offer than the party line. And that was one of the lines that was really shocking to me, too. I was like, what? You know, but um, it, just, it just goes to show me and, uh, that how it really indoctrinated I am. And that's okay. You know, it, it is what it is. And I've been coming to secular for about a year now, and I'm, I'm a much happier person as a result of it. But um, other than that, um, and I, I really... It, it, you know, it turns out that I, I kind of like the Covington one, but um, I do like all the others. And um, I think they all have something to offer. And I think I would just sort of like combine them all into one gigantic insight. <laughs> and uh, really, that's all I have to say. I'm getting over my shocked state here and um, calming down. Um, pass. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Uh, Chia or Chaya, I'm sorry. Please tell us how your name is supposed to be pronounced. Yeah, compulsive eater. So uh, if I throw away <laughs> Bill and Bob's personal experience, 
and look at the steps as a structure for the work that I have to do to transform my life, then things open up for me. And the and and my view of the steps is that the first six are getting me ready, and then seven is where I get the new answers to existing problems, and then eight through twelve are consolidation, turning those answers into an everyday way of life. So in eight and nine, I apply the new answers to my existing relationships. And in 12, I apply them to my new relationships. I'm, I'm building a life that, you know, I, I'm not struggling with the past and its temptations and the people who trigger me and all that. I'm just like, okay, from today going forward, what do I want in my life? Who do I want in my life? And it's not so much, the, you know, healthy people, like, like one of those comments said, it's healthy relationships. I mean, I can have a healthy relationship with an ax murderer. For me, that means staying away. And that's, that's healthy. So, um, so uh, 12 is about building relationships based on these new principles. And that does more to transform my thinking and habits than, um, than all the, you know, head scratching that I, I've, I've done. And, and since there are no more hands, I, I'll say one more thing. For me personally, the reason that I, I'm drawn to um, sponsor people and help people is because when I was doing my hardcore uh, childhood trauma work, a five-year trip through hell, I just worked my ass off. And when I was done, I had a different life. And if I can make that process easier for someone else, I would go a long way to make it easier for someone else. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're getting close to the end of our time today. Thank you all for participating in this group. Together, we get better. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to support our efforts, please visit secularovereaters.org and consider making a donation.